everyone, and welcome to episode 5 of Verbal Processing Unit. My name is Jeremy Coggins, and I'm a youth pastor who also dabbles in tech, games, and really anything that piques my interest. Um, how are you guys doing today? I did something new. I got a beard trim. I, there's a place in town that, a uh, barbershop that specializes just in men's haircuts, um, and they do beard trims, and that's something I've needed for quite a while, and it's a little present that I'm giving to my wife today. So I went and I got a beard trim, and it was actually really cool. It was it was, it was was a place that had a really, really neat atmosphere, and uh, I think I'm going to be going there just for haircuts, which part of their service they do for haircuts is they, they do a full, full shampoo and a hot towel and massage, or shoulder massage, and all that stuff just for the price of a haircut, so which is cool and interesting. So I'm maybe going there for for a haircut from now on. So that was that was kind of an interesting thing that happened to me today. Um, kind of getting into what I want to talk about today, it's something that has been really going through my mind a lot lately. And is this, um, uh, it's the fact that I've really rediscovered reading. Um, and to just to give you an idea, last year I read... Oh, let's see, at least two books a month, so probably close to 30 books last year. That is that is incredible for me. Um, I don't think there's ever been a time in my life when I've read that many books in an entire year, even even back in high school when I was reading reading a lot of books. Um, and there's there's actually a story with this, because uh, I've, I've never really been a reader. Uh, I, I like reading. Let me, I like reading certain books. Uh, I would, sitting down and going through a book is not something that is easy for me to do, nor is it something that I like, because I don't necessarily like sitting in one place staring at something for a long time, which is kind of ironic because one of my favorite pastimes is playing video games, which I tend to sit in one place and stare at a screen for a long time. But the difference between a a video game and reading is a video game is active. It's actively playing. I have to pay attention to what's to what's going on. Um, it changes. It can throw things at me. Um, I, I am actually in control of of what's going on. So even though I'm sitting and staring at something, it's not a passive activity. We're reading feels very passive. I, I'm literally sitting still. My, my hands don't move very much. Um, you pay, turn a page every once in a while, but I'm just sitting there looking at words over and over. And it's a very, very passive activity. And like for me, liking to move around and do things and do things with my hands, that is hard for me to really make a normal part of my life. Now, there are, there are certain books that have really captured um, my imagination and, and, and kept my attention through the whole thing. Um, I've read through all of the Left Behind books. I've read through all of the Harry Potter books. Uh, there's a series called uh, Fire of Heaven that I read through. Um, I read all of the well, the, the one one book, uh, The Looking Glass Wars, I bought that book and I read it in two days, which is incredible. I'm a slow reader, 
Uh, I don't, I, I actually say every word out loud in my head when I read it. Uh, most people, they can read a lot faster than they can speak it out loud. For me, it's exactly the same. And so actually reading it out loud in my head makes it slow so I don't get through it very long. And just the, the whole the whole process makes it so that I'm not, a fa- I, I prefer not to read. So the fact that there there are several book series that I have been able to to work through that was able to capture my attention to overcome those obstacles, um, I think is a testament to the way they were written um, and how they really attached themselves to me. Especially the Looking Glass Wars, where I was the thing about that. I bought that book when I was at a friend's house. Um, and while they were watching movies and playing video games, I was reading this book. Normally when a TV's on, that's where my eyes are. I, it, it's, it's a compulsion I have yet to break. If the TV is on, I have to look at it. And yet they were watching TV and watching movies and playing video games. And I was reading this book. So there's, so that, that kind of stuck in my mind because there's you no know, looking at these different books there there is I, I like taking in story that way that kind of story through words I like those kind of stories but it isn't always sitting down that that really works for me so one when I was in college I began I discovered podcasts um, so there's a, there's a series of podcasts I listen to. Um, one in particular is called Windows Weekly. It's a podcast about Microsoft and Windows. Uh, it's usually a two-hour-long podcast. It's one of my favorites. Um, I, I started listening to that, and basically I started getting into uh, tech podcasts because that was um, really f- f- uh, expanding my knowledge base uh, when I was in college as kind of a hobby. And... I would, I would take time out of my day to listen to a podcast. Well, sort of. A podcast is something that I could listen to while I'm doing something else. I can put in headphones. Uh, if I know I'm going to do homework or something, I can I could put in a podcast and I could do other things while I'm listening to it. And I noticed that this is something that I do actually in my college classes. Um, usually, when I was in a college class, I'd have my laptop open and I would be playing solitaire. Not because I was bored, but because I would listen to what the, 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 the professor was saying. And then if they ask a question, I'd be, able to, I'd be able to answer and raise my hand and actually participate. But actually giving myself something to do allowed me to listen better. And I can't, I, I wasn't able to, to, to look this up, but there is actually a study that has shown that doodling... Um, having something idle for your hands to do can increase uh, the information retention of what you hear. Um, and because what it does is it, it gives your hands something to do. You don't feel idle. and be, So having something uh, for your hands to do that doesn't take a lot of thought, um, that can be kind of repetitive, 
actually can sharpen your mind so that you are more willing to listen to what it is that is going on around you. So with doodling, you're not necessarily drawing anything specific. You're just kind of drawing whatever on a piece of paper. That action allows you to listen better to what you're doing. Solitaire was that for me. Uh, I've played solitaire so much. I've got a system for it. I, I don't even have to think about it. Uh, I just op open it up and I'd go, I'd move the cards left and right and where they needed to go. I don't even think about it. It's, it's just habit. So because I didn't need to think about how to play the game, I was able to better listen to, to those um, lectures. So realizing that about myself, I began listening to some podcasts and doing that while I was doing other things. And I really, really enjoyed it. I was, I was learning things. I was staying up to date with things and I was able to get other things done. Win-win for me, which is, that, that was really cool because I tend to be a person that likes to do one thing at a time. And when I get into something, I really have to, I, I have to get it done, um, before I can move on to something else. That's, it's, it's just the way that I am. So being able to do and learn something while I was doing something else was a big deal. So I, I was able, so contrasting that with how I was reading books at the time, the, the kind of books that we were reading for school, they're big, they're thick, they're hard to get through. And I'm a slow reader. So that takes up a lot of time, time that I could be doing other things. I, 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 learned to not like reading, but love listening when I was in college. So I get out of college and I'm getting ready to go into, or I'm putting out uh, applications for getting my first youth ministry job. And I'm going, I'm talking with people. And at this time I was a, basically a, a dorm dad for the high school international student in my hometown. And I was, uh, everyone was down in bed and it was a curfew. So I was, I was laying in bed, just kind of getting ready for bed. And, and, and as I was sitting there, um, I, I, I felt God kind of, uh, get a hold of me, tap me on the shoulder. And he was like, so Jeremy, you're going to go into the ministry. How come you haven't read my whole book yet? <laughs> um, well, that that is a good question. Uh, if if I'm going to be going to the ministry, I really should read through the Bible. So I said, "Okay, God, I will. I will read through the Bible." So I did what I've I've done in the past. I said, "Okay, every night I'm going to read a chapter or a couple chapters or whatever." And the first couple days go go well. You know, you start in Genesis. It's got it's got good stories. You know, they're very familiar. Um, I learned, I saw some new things I hadn't really seen before, but as always happens, I stop. And part of it was because I was doing it at night before I go to bed because I'm usually tired and reading makes me more tired. And so you're laying in bed, you're reading and I wake up in the morning, <laughs> there's a Bible, the Bible's sp sprawled on the floor. You fell asleep in the middle of it and the Bible f fell out and you, you don't even remember where you, where you stopped. Um, or you get tonight, it's been a tough day, a long, long day, and you're just tired. And so you, you get your Bible and you go to bed and you fall asleep before you even start. Or you're just too tired and you, you skip it. So like, like before, 
I I started reading the Bible, got to about uh, maybe Exodus, probably Leviticus, and stopped. But this but this calling of mine, this this challenge that God had given me, has stayed in my head, uh, and it stayed there until even after I got my my first job. But th- through this time, I continued to listen to podcasts, and I. Uh, I actually began listening to more podcasts. I, I actually yearned for more things to listen to. I would listen through all of my podcasts for the week, and I would have time left over. And yeah, I would listen to music, but a lot of times I just wanted to listen to something that would stimulate my brain. Well, then I, at the time, I was using the, the Bible app on my phone quite a bit, and I saw that it had an audio audio button. And what it would do is it would... Uh, it had it would read through. There was a voice that that narrated and read through that chapter, and I discovered that it would actually go from chapter to chapter, and I could bookmark where my progress and come back to it. And around this time, we got a new puppy. It's Sky. He's uh, if you guys don't know, he's two going on three this month. But we just got him. He was about twelve weeks old. And he was beginning to need walks more often. So I, so I decided, okay, well, I, why don't I try listening to the Bible? I like podcasts. Why don't I try listening through the Bible? And I would, I would do it when I'm walking Sky because that was something I was basically doing every day. So that's what I did. I got in my headphones and I would listen. St- I started listening through the Bible. And the walks we went on, they were good half hour, 45 minutes each day, depending on how long long, uh, long it was. And surprise, surprise, I actually listened through the entire Bible. And I was floored. I actually completed a challenge that I had gone through. And God was like, good job. That is what, that is what I wanted you to do. The reason I was able to get through that, if you guys don't know... Reading the Bible out loud, having it narrated like that, only takes about 72 hours to get through. It's about three days worth. You can get through the entire Bible, if you read it straight through, in about three days. Or if you're listening to it in a, on a fairly regular basis over a couple months. Well, this really got my attention. I was able to get through a really tough book in a good amount of time. I think it ended up taking me total about about a year and a half now from when I started the challenge to when I, fi- I finally finished it. Um, but the, it, it sparked a desire in me to continue reading and read more books. You know, there was all these books, even books in college that I hadn't I'd partially read, but I didn't read all the way through. So I started looking at Audible. Now, Audible is a uh, mini, if you listen to a podcast, you've more than likely heard of Audible. They sponsor pretty much every podcast out there. And for good reason. People who like podcasts would like listening to an audiobook. So I began looking at it and I got a couple of free free books, you know, that they give out to kind of try out and see, see how I would like it. And I read through, 
I, I, don't, I don't know how, but I ended up getting like two or three books free. So I read through several of them and I really, really liked it. So I decided, okay, let's try it. Let's, let's do the one book a month. And I would finish the book before the end of the month. So now I am listening. I have, I am their, their, their platinum subscription. I think it is basically you get, you're getting two books a month and I listen to both books each month. Sometimes I listen through, um, uh, three books a month, but all of last year I was an, I was an audible subscriber and I've listened to at least 24 books last month. Now that I, I know some people, one of my, one of my best friends is one of them. He doesn't really consider that reading. I disagree. I, I think it is, it is going through a book in a way that works best for me. All right. We'll, we'll get into that towards the, towards the, uh, here at the end of the podcast. Now, last year, in, in reading this, you know, whenever there was a book that I'd want to read, the first thing I would do is I'd go to Audible and see if it was if it was on there, if it was a book I needed to read for camp that I work with or uh, a book that the pastor and I wanted to go through. I would always look to see if there was an audiobook first. And there wasn't always. So if there wasn't an audiobook, I would buy the paperback. Now, there's, there's one book that I was, I was reading through, um, and I was sitting, sitting on my couch reading through it and I couldn't get comfortable. I couldn't, I, I couldn't get a nice place to hold the book. I was going back and forth and it dawned on me the reason that I was having a hard time reading this book. But, you know, part of it, I, I understand that just the sitting there not being able to do anything, but what was really bugging me was the book itself. Right, not not the content of the book, but the physical book with the pages. It's uncomfortable to hold. It it gets heavy after a while. Um, the pages tend to want to bend in a way that doesn't work well, and so you're you're. I was constantly fighting with the book to read what I wanted to read. So I thought, well, what about a Kindle? A lot of people. The thing about a Kindle that that's that. Um, the advantages that a Kindle has over like a phone or a tablet is its e-ink screen. Now, an e-ink screen is different from a normal LCD screen. Uh, it doesn't need to be backlit. Um, so you just need normal light around you to make it work and there's no glare. So having having light around you actually makes it easier to read. Um, and the, 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 the pixels on the screen only you you only need electricity to change them you don't need any electricity to keep those pixels on the screen which makes it's just why those kindles can last for weeks or even months on one battery charge because in order for that for that screen to stay where it is it doesn't use any electricity it only uses a small amount of electricity to change what the screen looks like. So you've got this screen that that looks great under light, you know, so you can use it anywhere you would use a normal book, you know, you'd need to have a light next to you. Um, you can use it like that. Because there's no backlight, there's no eye strain uh, from looking at just a normal LCD screen. 
and its battery use is really its its battery length is really long because it doesn't use a lot in order to keep the screen going but they're also very light and it's one screen you don't have two you're trying to manage so i wondered if this is if just changing the format or the form factor of what i was reading would help with my you know actual reading so I did. I bought I bought the a cheap Kindle. It, it, they were actually on sale, so I got it for about fifty bucks because I wanted to try it. I had several Kindle books, and I I've tried using the app before, but the eye strain and having the backlight um, never really worked. And the other thing about having a Kindle is there are times when I'm laying in bed and I can't sleep, and I'd like to continue with my book or a podcast. Well. I don't like having earphones in when I when I'm in bed because if I fall asleep they're in there uncomfortable, um, and not having headphones in would bother my wife. So having a book there that to read would be great. And the thing about Audible and Amazon with Kindle, many of their books <clears throat> cross sync. So where I was with the audiobook. If I opened up that book on my Kindle, it would actually sync and go to the spot that I was the last spot I listened at, so I can continue with my reading. And then when I'm done with that, and I go back to Audible the next day, it would start up where I had finished off reading, which is a great system. So I got it and tried reading the same book that I was reading with a physical book, and I finished it. In about a quarter of the time that I had gone through before, I was about halfway through the book, and it took me much less time to get through the second half of the book than it did through the first half of the book, just because the reading experience was more comfortable. So, looking when I got done with this, I realized, man, I have rediscovered a passion for reading, listening to books, and actually reading physical books. I actually like doing it now and don't mind it. And the only change that I made wasn't uh, wasn't telling myself, hey, I need to read more or that reading is important, but it was actually finding a process for reading that I enjoy or that works best for me. Okay. There my my family is I have I, I am a family of readers. Um, my sister is an avid reader. My mother is a teacher and an avid reader. And my dad, he, he also loves reading. He has, he's had a Kindle long before I did. My parents have just about every single Louis L'Amour book that has ever been written, not just his Westerns, but also his poetry. They, they are, he is their favorite author. And they have each read all of those books, many of them several times. They are avid readers. So I, I have a I have a I have inherited a joy for reading or for taking in story like that. But not being able to sit down and and be comfortable sitting like that for a long time really was what held me back. So it was the discovery of reading and finding for and having different form factors so that you can take in the these stories with is what helped me rediscover a passion for reading. Now where this where where this comes in is a lot of people have a hard time a lot of people have a hard time memorizing scripture. 
And one thing that I tell them is there is more than one way to memorize scripture. One way, this is the way that works for me, saying it out loud over and over and over. Because I'm a verbal processor. That's the way, that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I think out loud. So the more, when I speak the verses, the more I think about it, the more likely it is to stay in my brain. Not everybody works that way. And by the way, when I memorize, I'm walking because I can't sit and memorize and read. I'm up and I pace and I walk because I need to be doing something innocuous in order to activate my brain. Some people, they need to be sitting in order to activate their brain. And so reading, reading is that thing. By the way, females tend to be more that way. Females tend to have their brain more active when they're sitting and listening. That's why they, when, when females get together, they tend to sit in a circle and talk because the act of sitting and being together is what activates their brain. Where men tend to be different. Men tend to, when they get together, they are doing something. They, they may be in a group together, but they're, they're, doing something else, whether they're playing a game, watching a game, building something, that those are the times when conversation when when deep conversations happen between guys. So part of it is I I definitely tend to be that way, where my brain is activated when I am up and moving. So when we're talking about reading or taking in information and 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 finding a better way to do it, the first thing we got to look at is how do I prefer to take in information? I prefer to listen and I prefer to do. Uh, I don't prefer sitting. Uh, that, that isn't what activates my brain. What activates my brain is getting up and doing. It's why I tend to be, I, I, have, I have skills with music because I, music is something that I do. My job is talking because I, I process verbally and so I, I, have a, I have a great skill for being able to, to direct discussions um, because of, of the way that I think when I'm, when I'm talking out loud. So the key that I found to really being able to read again is just understanding how my brain works and understanding how I prefer to take in information. So if there's anyone listening to this that has a hard time reading or a hard, hard time doing anything, I encourage you to look outside the box a little bit. Look for different, different ways of being able to do what it is you want to do. There are many different formats of doing pretty much anything out there. With drawing, there's you can do it on a computer with a mouse, or you can do it on a canvas with a brush, or on paper with a crayon, or uh, charcoal on the sidewalk, or, you know, there's pretty much anything you want to do, there's a variety of ways to learn it. And even just learning, there's doing it, there's watching a video, there's attending a lecture, there's listening to a podcast, there's reading a book. Pretty much anything you want to do, there is an alternative way to be able to take in that information or to gain that experience. And so I want to encourage encourage each and every one of you to find what works best for you and, and just try it out. 
that is that has been transformative in my life. It's not just with reading, but with my job and getting my workflow together, understanding how I think and how uh, what it takes to get me thinking is what has enabled me to rediscover reading and read more books than I have ever read in my entire life in that in the same period of time. Yeah, so that's I, this is something I've been thinking about for a long time and I've tried and actually th- this is the reason why I have never been able to blog. Which is funny because I like writing um, and I like creating things. Um, but the thing with blogging, it's the exact same thing as with reading, is you sit down and you type. It's the same kind of format that um, that it is with reading. You know, video games t- tend to be kind of nonlinear. You can go at it how you want. But with writing, I, I don't know, just sitting down in the structure of it is it is is difficult for my brain. Um, and so whenever I try to do a blog, because the format of a blog is naturally against how I do things, I've never been I've never been able to take off. You can go look at my website now. The last post uh, that I have on there is from well, I'm not on the homepage, but the last post that I have that I've written is from last year, July 29th, 2016. I've tried writing blog posts. Um, since then, I've actually wanted to write one on this specific topic. But what's always blocked me is a couple of things. One, I have to do a lot of writing for my job, and so I tend to not want to write when I get home. But the, the, the format of sitting down and writing is naturally against how I do things. Uh, and that's why, if you listen to the first podcast, I decided to do this podcast. It's a long free form kind of thing that works to how I naturally think about things. Um, and I've already been doing it for five weeks straight, which is already a, a milestone for me. So if you have a hard time doing something, think of doing it something, think of doing it differently, discover how it is you think, um, how it is you, that your brain gets activated and try doing whatever it is you want to do that way. Well, that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Um, I'm, I'm assuming people listen to this podcast. I really don't know because um, that's not the point of me doing this. If you listen to it, great. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, if you want to know more about some of the things that I do and the things that I'm working on, the best place to find out about that is to go to jeremycoggins.com and you can find everything that I do right there. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you guys again next week.